Join us, friends. Great Scott Spockeye. Do they know what we have in store for them? They will if they tighten up. And don't double dribble. To the Grey Ghost, Spockeye? Exactly, old chum. No time to waste. To the Grey Ghost. We have not a minute to spare. It's showtime, friends. All right, all right, all right. It is the Spockeye, and it is... Lopes riding with Trey. And we are not wishing Cotton was a monkey, but we know that a lot of people are. So what we're talking about is wishing cotton is a monkey is a, would it be a a euphemism? Is that what they call it? I think it is. Okay. It would be a euphemism for living in a fake world where nobody really says what they mean and they don't really mean what they say. We always try to say what we mean and mean what we say. We think it's important. The truth is very valuable. Yes, indeed it is. And And today will set you free. Yes, it will, Trey. Trey is doing Bible quotes. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. You didn't know it's from the Bible? I didn't know that was from the Bible. I thought it was from uh, something else. What was it? Though? It's from the Bible, Trey. The truth will set you free. So, <laughs> so friends, today we're going to talk about, this is kind of a continuation. We've had a few things in between, uh, but we wanted to spice it up a little bit and switch it up a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit more about Uh, when I had the good fortune of going to Europe. And uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about um, making the trip to Germany. And I actually talked about it a little bit before. And Trey, I know I've asked you this before, but have you been out of the country? Nope. So you've got to go. we got to go soon. And get my passport. uh, I've got a a place that I'm planning on going uh, later this year, which may or may not happen now that there's some things that happen. Uh, at some point, very, very soon, I plan on going, but uh, we also want to be safe. So let's just leave it at that. But what I wanted to talk about was um, my uh, chance to go to, to Germany. And I mentioned before, I think, in one of the other episodes where we were talking about Europe, about my friend Chris that lives in um, Poland. And he's over all the radio stations in Poland, and he agreed to come pick me up in um, the Netherlands, I was in I'm right outside of Eindhoven in Sonnenbrugel. And um, he agreed to come from Poland and pick me up and take me to Germany, which at the time when he told me that he was going to do that, I thought, okay, that'd be cool if you did that. What I didn't realize is it's something like a, from Poland to where he came to pick me up was like a 13-hour drive. <laughs> And uh, one way, and then it was five hours to Germany or four and a half, then five hours back and then 13 hours back home. So what he did for me was a tremendous um, favor and a tremendous sacrifice on his part. But we had a great time. So basically one morning um, he showed up, we had two days off uh, in between shows and he showed up and he, Picked me up. He was with a uh, daughter and another daughter with her soon-to-be husband. They were not married at the time. So it was us five, and he picks us up at the um, La Sonnery, which is where I was staying. You remember that five-star hotel I was telling you about in Sonnenbrugel, La Sonnery. And he picked me up there that morning, and we headed. And I'll be honest, I was really, really nervous about going to Germany. Because in my mind, it's still World War II Germany with Hitler. 
You know, that's just the way my mind is programmed. When I think of Germany, I kind of think of we want to see your papers type stuff. And it was from all the movies. Yeah. And it was not like that. Not even a little bit. In fact, we were driving on a highway. I can't tell you the the number of the highway, but we were driving. Let's say it was like I-40 in the United States. Two lanes both ways. We're driving on I-40. And I fully expected us to have to stop, show our papers, let them look at the car or whatever to go across the border. It was not like that at all. It was like driving from Tennessee to Kentucky. There was a sign there that said, welcome to Deutschland. And that's it. We just passed the sign and we're in Germany. Now, one thing weird that did happen is my telephone, when I crossed that line, um, you know how your telephone will will unhook and then it'll hook back to the next tower? Yeah. When it hooked back to the next tower, something happened and I could not get text messages. None of that was working right. And I don't know what it was. If I didn't, Now I know, but then it didn't dawn on me turn your phone off, turn it back on. And a lot of times it'll fix all that stuff. But it had messed my phone up. My phone wasn't working right. I couldn't make calls like I should. The texts weren't where It was just a, a scrambled mess. After I turned my phone, the next day I realized that maybe I should turn my phone off. And I turned it off maybe the next night and turned it back on and it worked fine from then on. But up until then I didn't. And it was a scrambled mess and nothing would work right. Yeah. And but anyway, we went uh, across the border, and I remember just looking, thinking how beautiful this place is. It's just absolutely beautiful. And we were on the um, Audubon, and I actually thought, what do you think the Audubon is, Trey? Uh, something that you can go real fast on. That's right. But But is it a place? Is it a racetrack? Is it a certain place? Uh, yeah, I would think that it was like a, a – a- a track or something like a like a racetrack, right? When I hear that, but I know it's not, but I would think that. I always had it in my mind that it was like this thing you got on and you could run as fast as you want and then you get off. That's not what it is at all. And I don't remember the number, but the number that, that rings, I'm and friends don't hold me to this, but it's been a while since I've even thought about it. But the number that comes to mind is 8,000 miles. And I believe that out of all of Germany, all of the highways and all the things that are all put together, 8,000 miles of it is Audubon. The rest of it is regular stuff. And so what I mean by that is, is they told me when you're on the road, and of course I can't read German or speak German, so I can't read any of the signs. They're all in German. And uh, one thing that stuck out to me was... um, um, you know what? Let, let, let me, uh, let me, I'm going to pull some pictures up so I can think about it. Was the name of the exits. That always made me laugh uh, when I see the exits. I've got 830 pictures in Germany. <laughs> and uh, one of the things that made me laugh was what they call the, um, in fact, this may be me going across the border. I don't know if y'all could hear this or not. I can't hear it on my Okay, head. so that's us. I'm going to take this out. So I'll start this over. This is me talking 
where we've crossed over. So, friends, we're on the highway heading to... Oh, come on. into Germany. There was no, nobody stopped us. Nobody asked me for my passport. We're literally, the highway looks just like this when you cross the border, like crossing between two states. I thought it was going to be like, I want to see your papers. It's now somebody's at the front door. You see that? And that didn't happen. But ironically, that did happen when we crossed from the United States into Canada. <laughs> yeah, that's you at that one. And nobody wants to see your <laughs> so that was that was what it was like crossing over you saw it was just a four lane mm -hmm. and i just i was fascinated by that it's like our interstate it looks just like our interstate and another thing that i saw let's see if i can find a picture of the this right here was you see some of the signs and these things where where you see these signs there there's cameras when you cross over there's cameras on the other side and they take a picture of your plate and if you're speeding, they send you a speeding ticket. Hmm. Okay, so there was there was a lot of that kind of stuff. But the name of the exits, um, I want to make sure that I'm saying it right. It made me laugh. But this was a gas station in Germany. And there's a McDonald's in the gas station. You see the golden arches? Wow. Yeah. In the gas station. In the gas station. And so we had McDonald's. We went in and um and you could see we're in a, we're in the convenience store and you see the golden arches in there. Yeah, that's cool. It, and that's in Germany. And uh, they also had other food like Wiener Schnitzel and all that kind of stuff. So there were several different restaurants inside of that convenience store, the gas station. And um, another thing that oh I, this right here was funny to me. You have to pay to go to the bathroom. You see the turnstiles. Yeah, what? So you had to pay to go through these turnstiles to get into the bathrooms. Wow. And you see it says sanitary. It says Sanifair on there. S-A-N-I-F-A-I-R is the bathroom. Sanifair. Was that everywhere or just? No, no. But in that particular store, I guess they caught you out in the middle of nowhere. You had yeah. no choice but to pay. It seemed like it was about, um, it was about 50 cent from my memory. Hmm. And that shows you, well, I have a video about it. 70.70 euros. You paid 70 cents to go use a restroom. Yep. <laughs> so you can advertise the money too. That's smart. <laughs> it's just stuff. It's it's all the same, but it's also very different. It's and it's 0. 0.5 uh, li uh, euros, so it's fifty cent euros, fifty half a euro. And this shows the McDonald's, and uh, they have um, it says barbecue sandwiches and. I don't know how well you can see that on my phone or on my screen. It looks a little blurry. Yeah, it's basically. It's very similar. What we have, right? Yeah. Yeah. They've got some chicken wraps on there. and um, But it's all written. It says Grand Royal Western Barbecue. 
curly fries. So one of the menus is English, and the other menu, this menu is German. That menu is English. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then they show you, uh, they have uh, guacamole beef, pita mac, uh, McDouble chili cheese, a McSunday, a doppel chicken burger. Okay. What is that? I don't know. With honey sauce. Honey it's, sauce. Interesting. Yeah. Like a doppelganger. But that's a uh, McDonald's cheeseburger in Germany. Yeah. And wow. looks like a regular McDonald's cheeseburger and tasted like one from my memory. So, I, you know, you were expecting things to be different, be somewhat different, but they were also. So there's nothing more. Like the same. A hamburger from South Hamburg. <laughs> they were not too amused with my <laughs> They were just eating. And then this is a telephone booth. Wow. Yeah. And um, this, well, no, that's not it either. There's something. Um, maybe I'll find it. But. A lot of Mercedes cars, as you can imagine. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot. And we got to, first we went by, they had a circus, by the way, with a lot of circus animals that we drove by. See, that's a, they're like a llama. Oh yeah, it is a llama. Yeah. And they had circus animals out there. And you see it says circus right there. Yeah. So just saw a lot of things. They had a, there's a camel. I see his back. Wasn't really expecting to see a camel in Germany, but I did. And um, there's a Ferrari, by the way, just just out driving around. Doesn't even look like a traditional Ferrari, really. There's a Bud Light truck, too, over there. Isn't it? Did you see the Bud Light? Yeah. No, that's not Bud Light. That's Heimacher Transport. Okay. But the traditional look of the houses, you see the little German villages. Yeah. That's what you would expect it to kind of look like. But we ended up, of course, we're on a podcast, and I'm showing pictures on a podcast. For you that are not watching, I'm sorry. You got to watch. But we went over to um, the one of the first places that we went to. Of course, it was a drive. It's about four and a half hours from where we were at to Bad Nauheim or Bad Nauheim. It would be, I believe, the proper pronunciation. People uh, jumped on me about me saying bad Nauheim because it's Nauheim. Um, but bad means like water, like spa, like a bath. And so what it is, what I found very interesting is bad Nauheim is actually a kind of a spa town. And the idea is, is they have these giant structures and you've seen them in some of the photos, the photos with Elvis where they're playing football. Way out of the distance behind them, you see this giant structure that looks like a lighthouse in the middle. That's actually one of these structures. These things are about 300 feet long, some of them that I saw, both directions. 
So there's like one of them is a lighthouse in the middle and it's 300 feet this way, 300 feet that way, like a football field. And they're about 70 or 80 feet tall and they have these reeds in them. So there's reeds down the sides of it and it is pushing water up to the top and the water is filtering through the reeds down to the holding tank at the bottom. And then it pumps it back up. And what it is, is they put salt in the water. So the idea is salt is trickling through these reeds and the wind is blowing and it's putting salt in the air around the town like you're at the ocean, at the beach. Okay. And so it's a place that people would come to, uh, to get healing because of the salt in the air and all those kinds of things. And they're all over town. There was one where Elvis's house was at 14 Godestrasse. When you leave the house and you walk down to the corner and you're going across the street to walk to the where the football field is, where that is at, there used to be one when he was there on the right. It's gone now, but there was a big one there, or half of it's there. But they're all over town. Bednoham is known for those salt structures. Let me see if I can find one real quick. And um, that's kind of the uh, one of the, the things that the town is, is known for. And this right here is what I thought was... Um, funny is that it means exit Osfart. and so <laughs> i just thought that that may have some sort of a connotation to an english word and uh so every time i would see that i would laugh and it does exit yeah right. and, it, and it means exit that's right so let me see if i can find one of those salt structures real quick um so when we went of course, I'm there and I'm trying to figure out what all these things are and where all these places are, which they have really adopted in that town. They have really um, adopted the Elvis history. And what I mean by that is they have embraced it. You know, we go to some towns where there's a lot of Elvis history and they're like, they don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Bethlehem, Germany has Elvis statues. And if he was like, those famous photos of him standing against the wall. There's a plaque there talking about that. So those things, they adopted those things all over town. They care about that story. They do care about that story. So this is what I was talking about. That is the, looks like a giant lighthouse. Yeah, it does. And on each end of it is that salt structure. Let me see if I'm going the right way. Let me go this way. So that's the salt structure. You see how big it is. It's giant and it's got reeds in it. Yeah. And you know how salt will turn stuff white? You see where it's kind of turning it white? But uh, when I'm saying reeds, they're like tree branches, but they're kind of thick, like, like they make the roofs out of it on, in those places. And you see how long it is. I mean, the thing is giant. I do think I remember seeing pictures of Elvis. And in the photos with Elvis, um, I'll zoom in. That's what the reeds look like close up. And there's just water with salt in it trickling, and it's so strong. When I walked up to it, and I've got videos of everything that I'm showing. This particular one is actually dry. They're oh. not running water in it right now, but that one was dry. Um, but all of them were not dry. I think they were running one on one side. And this is at the end of it, by the way. That's, yeah, that's Elvis. <laughs> yeah, they have Elvis right there on the end of it. And um, they, so that shows you how big that thing is. Look. You see how the lighthouse is giant. You see how big that, I mean, these things were just giant. And this particular one in the photos of Elvis playing football is way out in the distance behind you in the field. Yeah. 
when you see Johnny and, and Elvis there. Johnny Lang. Johnny Lang. Johnny Leftovers. Johnny Leftovers. Johnny's got a new book out. Yeah, he does. I actually have it right here. Do you? Yeah, well, let's, let's pitch that book real quick. Let's tell them about it. All right, guys. Yeah, so Johnny has a book called My Army Days with Elvis Friendship Football and Follies by Johnny Lang. And well, they can buy it on what? Amazon, right? Yes, it's on Amazon. Um, um, go to go to Amazon and just put in My Army Days with Elvis, and that link should pop up. And you can find uh, videos with Johnny on both of our channels. We went up and interviewed him in Detroit or right outside of Detroit, and it was really, really cool. And so, he, has like, he has some pictures in here of like what Billy's talking about of them playing football. You can see it without it going to my background. Yeah, it's yeah. going to your background. Check that out. So this, look at this sign right here. I saw a lot of stuff like that. What in the world? What is that? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's kind of like saying you can't go right, but you could go left maybe. I don't know. I don't know. There's a, It says no go on to the left, right? I don't, I mean, it's, that's the, the X is on top. Yeah, so I, I don't that I don't know. Maybe you could know that this means that you are leaving. You're no longer in Baden-Ham. Now you're in Schwalheim. So it marks out. <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny? That's great. I like that one. Yeah, it's just stuff like that that I saw that was just, it's our cultures in a lot of ways are very, very similar, but in a lot of ways they're, they're very, very different. Now this trips me out. You see, there's going to be a guy down here that's moving a, a pile of dirt. Yeah. You see, which I don't know what that means. I think it means that they will do snow removal. But you see where it's got the 100 and it's crossed through? Yeah, it's telling that? you that you can no longer run 100, that the speed limit is getting ready to drop. So 800 meters. Huh? You could go 100 out there? 100 kilometers, yeah. Man, you could run on the Autobahn, you could run unlimited. So what is 100? And uh, 100 kilometers is probably, I think, uh, maybe 80 miles an hour, maybe not quite that much. Um, let me do a search real quick and I'll be able to tell you. Um, how were drivers out there? Two miles. Do what? How was the drivers out there? Oh, good. Yeah. Um, a hundred kilometers is 62 miles an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they had, so basically they're telling you that you're going to have to slow down from 62 back down to 50 or 55 or whatever. But there's, I saw all over Europe, I saw all these signs that, that I couldn't understand. And a lot of them are really funny. You'll see things like where they're riding, a, they have a bicycle and they've got two kids with them and they're like holding one or one's walking and they got, it's just, it's just so crazy. I tried to understand them, but it, you know, it is what it is. Um, but in Germany, in Badenoham, we went there and I saw those salt things. I went to the hotel that Elvis stayed in, Hotel Grunewald. Uh, he stayed there for about four months and that was just after his mother passed. So, you know, she passed away. And then just shortly after that, he was sent to Germany and he actually stayed. They allowed him to go off a of base and not stay in base housing. He stayed, they told me he stayed maybe two days in base housing. And then he went and got him a real nice hotel and they rented rooms. It was him and Vernon and grandma and red 
And um, at one time, Jimmy Kingsley was there and I mean, Lamar. Elvis just brought Memphis. He, did. he had all the people that were around him, and he wanted Grandma there. Now, Gladys, when she was alive, of course, been there, and Grandma probably wouldn't have come. But Grandma might have come because she stayed with him. Um, but Grandma, of course, was fixing him biscuits and all that. And, and I got to stay in his bedroom there. The bedroom that he stayed in is basically – very, very similar to the way you see it in the photos of him in there. So I got to stay overnight in that bedroom and they were nice enough to take me to there. And they had, they booked a hotel somewhere else. Cause he was like, well, it's a little expensive. And I was like, well, I'll just pay the difference and uh, whatever it is. Cause I want y'all to stay here too. But they had already booked something when they knew I was going to go over there and do that. They went ahead and booked a room. So they had a place. So I ended up staying there by myself. And I think I was the only person there. In the entire night, I never saw another person in the building. So once I was in, they uh, they shut down at maybe five o'clock in the afternoon, six o'clock. I had a, a key to get in, and I went in, went to my room, and I walked around and filmed in the hotel. I never encountered another soul. So I right. think I stayed there by myself. Wow, really? Which is a little scary because it's giant. But the next morning when I got up, there's a uh, my bedroom had two doors that went out on a balcony mm-hmm. and something that they do that, that really, really trips me out is, you know, in the United States, when you're like, if you go to the holiday Inn over by Graceland, right. Right. You walk it through the front door and you go to the elevator. What does it say that floor is? The, uh, the, the, the mezzanine, the, me, the, well, what's the number? One, two. One. Well, right. Because you walk, that's floor one, right? So you go up one, what's that? Two. And then up one? Three. Not in Germany. This is zero. When you go up, that's first. You go up, that's second. Okay? Zero floor. So it's very confusing when I was asking uh, Elizabeth about staying there. Elizabeth that uh, Elizabeth uh, that ended up marrying Rex Mansfield. Uh, her, her real name was Stefanik, her German name. She was a German girl that, uh, started dating Elvis in Grafenvier and ended up becoming Elvis's private secretary and living there at the hotel with him and also lived at the house. In fact, she was in the house when Elvis met Priscilla. And when, uh, I was asking her about what floor she stayed on, there was some confusion because she's German and to her, the second floor is the first floor and the third floor is the second floor. You see what I'm saying? So I started trying to ask her where, where her bedroom was. And uh, so I could be sure that what I said was right about where her bedroom was. The answer is her bedroom was on the first floor, which would, we would call the second Elvis's was on the third floor uh, where we would call the third, what they would call the second. So anyway, uh, I'm staying and they had an elevator in there, a new one, a modern one. And then they had the old one that didn't work anymore. But that would have been the one that he would have used back then. And it's still there. It just doesn't work. And um, and all this stuff is in videos that are on uh, this channel and also on the Weekly Spa Guy channel. If you go to Weekly Spa Guy, I've got hours of Germany and hours of Europe, a lot of hours. Um, so anyway, I'm in Elvis's room and you go out on the balcony 
And their door, something interesting about the door going out on the balcony was it had this thing where when you undid it, it lifted the door. So when you turned the knob and did this, it lifted the door out of a track on the hinges and then it would hinge out. So when you pushed it in, it dropped down in a, in a slot. So when you did this, there was something hooking to the uh, hinges that made the door lift up about two inches, come out of the track, and then you could open it. And I guess that was probably for the rain, to keep rain out, but also for security. With the door all the way locked in, there's no way anybody could open it, you know, without, uh, because once it pivoted in there and dropped in, it was under, so there was no way to lift it up. So it was very interesting the way it was made. I've never seen anything like that. But I remember laying there in the bed and looking at the ceiling, and the next morning I woke up and thought, Elvis laid here in this room and looked up and thought about probably, I've got to deal with this for almost two more years. My mother's just passed away. My career's over. I was just trying to kind of think what he would have thought in that same scenario. But I remember getting up and going outside that night and looking, and directly across is a is a um, a park. Direct, in, in fact, I think they call it Kirk Park, which Kirk is a church, church park. It's directly across, but there's also a church down and across. In fact, the church that you see in the photos where he's petting the horses and the dog, if you walk straight across the street from, from his house, and you or from the hotel and you walk catty corner through the park, it takes you to that church. So it's just down. Or if you come out of the, uh, the hotel and turn to your right and walk down to the end of the block, that's downtown. And that's where uh, Red would always go down there to um, to the bar and uh, get in fist fights down there at the bar. Didn't have any money to go down there anyway. That's right. And uh, uh, Elizabeth told me that that Red um, I was trying to think of the name of the bar. It'll come to me. Beck's bar was the name of the bar. And she said that Red uh, would get in fistfights down there a lot because they knew that he didn't have any money. And him and Lamar would do things for Elvis so they could earn money because they were foreigners. They couldn't get a job. So they were beholden to Vernon and Elvis for all their money. And uh, they would beg Vernon for money and he would begrudgingly give them money so they started doing stuff for Elvis to try to earn money. Like they found out that Red was shining Elvis's boots. And when they did, they found that out. They said that to him at the bar. And that was an immediate A whooping. Yeah. He was. <laughs> Whoever said that. Because Red, Red would fight you and then talk. And, you know, you know that about that. So she told me about stuff about Red going down there and getting fights in Beck's bar and being drunk and getting tossed out and all that kind of stuff which was just like a block and a half from uh, from the hotel. He could walk from the hotel down there and then walk back. Yeah, and then walk back. Yeah, it's just right down the street. And um, it, just a beautiful, beautiful town. Uh, what you would think of a traditional German town. I almost had the feeling when I was there, uh, I don't know how many of you have ever been to Disney, but I almost had the feeling in a lot of these little towns in Germany of being at Disney. Like... But the difference is in Disney, all of this is fake stuff there. It's real. It's a real town. People really live there and the shops are all real. Wow. You know? And I just, I got a lot of those kinds of feelings there. And there was a, a funny thing um, that I always, I love the joke of uh, the planet uh, Uranus. And in that park across the street, if you ever go to Bad Nauheim, you walk out of the Hotel Grunewald and you walk over into the park on the left corner 
of the uh, hotel where Elvis's statue is, if you walk from that statue straight across the street into the park, maybe two or 300 feet on your right is Uranus right there. They have this thing that's like, uh, it's like um, uh, a statue of Uranus, which right. I, that just, that, that funny to me. <laughs> I don't know why, but I, I made a little video that I found Uranus in Germany. But anyway, uh, that's in that park. I just thought that was funny. And I know that's silly. I found the same thing in um, in Huntsville, Alabama at the space thing. They had one over there too. So yeah. they're all over. And uh, I just thought that was funny. But anyway, um, beautiful little town. And I spent a lot of time there and I actually went back. So I went with them. We went back. I rented a car a couple of weeks later the day before I was coming home and actually drove all the way back to Germany. This time I was by myself and I looked around and I found a lot of other places like the two pictures of Elvis on the bridge, you know, he's on the concrete bridge and then he's on the, the metal bridge before we were in town and we drove like where the church is at and where the hotel is at is right here. And I drove all the way around to get to those bridges the reality is, is if you're standing in front of the church and you just go to your left, the bridge is right there. Right there. To the but left. I didn't realize it because we walked up to the bridge, but I didn't go past it. So this time I went past the bridge and realized, well, heck, the church is right there. So it's all real close together. And uh, we also went over to where um, the Friedrichsburg, where the army barracks was. And it's all closed up now. It's closed completely down but I was able to film the entrances where you've seen Elvis go into the entrance and all that. And I was also able to figure out, I really couldn't figure out which barracks it was, but I flew the glory over the whole thing. Yeah. And then later somebody pointed out and said, there's where the barracks is. So in the videos, I point out where the barracks was. Next time I go, I would probably, I was nervous about jumping the fence, but I think I could have probably jumped and gone to the place and nobody would ever said a word because it was abandoned. There was nobody there. Yeah. But it is a lot of traffic. I mean, it's it's not out in the middle of nowhere. It's in town. And they have a big traffic circle with this giant wooden outline, outcut of Elvis. I remember in, that. In the middle of the thing, which is right by his entrance. So yeah. where that traffic circle is, the entrance is right there. And his barracks, if you go through the entrance and turn left, is maybe two or three on the right. It's not far from right there. That's the back entrance. And um, the other place that I went to was I went to Bad Homburg, which is the very first place that he stayed. So when he first got there, they stayed at Bad Homburg. You've seen those photos where he's with the girl. Um, it was a local girl that seeked him out and she was trying to uh, maybe date him and get pictures made with him because she thought it would be good for it to be in the newspaper. And I think it was I think it was a I think it was a German actress from my memory or model. And she, uh, he comes out with her and they walk across the street and a photographer follows them across the street. And I remember going to this hotel and it's not called, uh, what it was back then. It was called, um, I'll have to think about it, but they've changed the name of the hotel now but it's the same exact spot, same building, but they've added on to it. But when he walked out, out with her, they walked catty corner across the street and I walked over there. I filmed all my stuff at the hotel and I was waiting for my friend. He went back to get the car. 
And so I was waiting for him to come pick me up. And while I was doing that, I just walked across the street because I saw something and I didn't know what it was. It looked like a statue. So I go across the street and walk around this statue and film it and all that kind of stuff. When I get back home in the United States, I'm looking at pictures and I realize there's pictures of Vernon and Elvis standing at that statue. Right at that They statue. had walked across the street and looked at it too. Yeah. And uh, I didn't do that with intent. It was just a happy accident, but I actually ended up filming that. But the hotel that I'm in in Bad Homburg is where Elvis decided he was going to do karate, where he was going to learn karate. Rex told me, Rex Mansfield that was there, said that they were upstairs and they came down and they were coming to the lobby. And over to the side, they saw uh, a guy doing karate in a room. He had rented a room and was in there teaching karate. And Elvis walked in there, waited for the guy to finish his lesson and then talked to him. And I think the guy's last name from my memory was uh, Swaddles was his last name. And um, that's one of them. I, or I think the karate place was called Swaddles. Maybe it was Swaddles Academy. It was something to do with Swaddles. But anyhow, he talked to the guy and started taking private lessons with him. And that was the beginning of karate, which was in Bad Homburg. It was in that hotel. It was uh, in that hotel right there. And then he would come to the other hotel. He would come to Grunewald, and then he would come to the house at Godestrasse. Okay. And uh, they ended up getting kicked out of that hotel, um, and or not, not kicked out. They went to... They left this hotel that I'm talking about where the girl was. And there's a lot of photos of him and the girl and local friends and fans, kids following them around and them taking photos of them, the, the press. Then they went to a hotel that was owned by a um, uh, an Arab man, very wealthy Arab man. Um, and that guy thought that Elvis might be after his daughter. So they kicked him. He had him kicked out of that hotel, <laughs> and which was probably accurate. And, uh, and then he ended up over at, uh, the hotel Grunewald that I was talking about. They got kicked out of the hotel Grunewald because they were setting toilet paper on fire and sliding it under the doors. And it was, and it would, um, smoke the place up and they were afraid they were going to, uh, hurt it. So they got kicked out of there and he ended up renting the house over at 14 Godestrasse. And, um, the other place that I went was to a little town and the name of it is escaping me. Let me see if I can find it real quick, which is where if you watch the scenes, if you've ever watched the movie GI blues, um, GI blues, a lot of the, um, they filmed some exteriors in it. Yeah. What is the name of that? Let me look it up on, um, Let's see, it's Germany, Spa Guy, GI Blues. There's a town that, while Elvis was there, Hal Wallace came and was trying to sign him up. Uh, Wiesbaden is the name of the, of the other town. Okay. So Hal Wallace actually came to visit Elvis and to talk to him about doing GI Blues. But while he was there, he did all the exteriors for the movie with stand-ins. So Elvis was literally in Germany when they were filmed. He just wasn't in any of it. And so if you watch any of that stuff, I did a video about it where I show you the different places where the, him and the other two guys are going into the uh, into a hotel to get a room is actually a restaurant. But the front still looks just like it does now. And you can go in and eat. I, I think I ate in that restaurant. I'm pretty sure I did. 
But um, all that stuff still looks just like that. And there's a castle in that town that's like from the 1200s or 1300s. I mean, just a beautiful town. They've got a fountain down there that appears in the movie. And there's all these different things that are in the movie in this little town. But Elvis was never there. It was all body doubles, and which is pretty interesting. Yeah, it is. You can yeah. tell if you really look at it. Definitely in high definition now. Yeah, well, that's the problem is, is when I was watching the movies as a kid back in the day, you really didn't notice that Elvis wasn't driving the car in Blue Hawaii. When the, that little car, when they're going up the thing with the girl, and yeah. in, he's not in it. And, but now, like you say, it's high definition. It's obvious it's not him. It's like, well, who's this dude driving the car that's supposed to be Elvis? Yeah, it's amazing how many things he's actually not in in, in some of the movies. Hey, like, man, who's that, Austin Butler? Yeah. <laughs> driving Elvis's car. Yeah. But I found Germany to be um very clean, very safe, very beautiful. The people were all very nice. We ate at a um we ate at an Italian restaurant one night. Um we ate uh I was trying to think of what else I ate, McDonald's a couple of different times, things that I was familiar with. I had breakfast that morning at the Hotel Grunewald. They fixed me breakfast, um, and it was really good. Um, that Hotel Grunewald, if you go to Bad Nauheim or Bad Nauheim, definitely stay at the Hotel Grunewald. It was absolutely beautiful. And you can stay in Elvis's room. Even if you don't get to stay in his room, it's still a nice, nice place. And it's within walking distance of everything. So I was trying to think. I did Bad Hamburg. I did Bad uh, Nauheim, Nauheim. I did Friedrichsburg, where the base was. I did Wiesbaden. What I did not get to was um, where he did basic training at, where he met uh, Elizabeth, which was, um, I said it earlier. Um, it yeah. doesn't, it's not spelled any way like it's pronounced. Um, what is it called? Um, I said it earlier and it's escaping me now, but that's the only place that I did not go. Where that movie theater was? Yes, where the movie theater is. It's um it's not pronounced any way like it's spelled. And it's got a W in it. It's not Wiesbaden. It is Grafenveer. That's it. Grafenveer. And uh, so I did not get to go to Grafenbeer. So the next time I go back, I would plan on going to Grafenbeer. And um, and also, boy, we just blew right by. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, uh, but I drove on the Audubon, and I got two tickets on the Audubon. I have no idea what for. I just got charged on my where I rented the car. I just got hit with my credit card twice. And they were not much. They were maybe $50, $40. That's fine. I mean, look, in America, just so y'all know, anybody that's listening, that's a lawmaker, if I could drive as fast as I want to anytime I want to, and you'd hit my card every now and again for 40 or $50, I'm good with it. <laughs> you tell the lawmakers that, huh? Yeah, well, I'm, I drive kind of about fast as I want to anyway, a lot of right. times, so, but not always, and I'm kidding about that, but it was fun driving on the Audubon. Now, I didn't have a vehicle that did the Audubon justice. I was driving a um, uh, a Citroen is what I rented. 
And uh, and it was not a very fast entry, and it was all it would do to do 120 kilometers. And it was screaming at 120 kilometers, which is, what, 80 miles an hour or something like that. But I had a great time there. It was a great, um, uh, just a beautiful country and clean, very, very clean. Uh, something that I could say about that place as opposed to the United States. And look, I'm an American, but we got to keep our place cleaner. You could drive there on the highway. There wasn't trash all over the highway and junk everywhere and all that. You go to Memphis and go through or go to Nashville and go through on the highway. There's crap everywhere on the side of the road. Like a garbage. It's like a garbage dump in the middle of the road. I did not see that in Germany. It was just a very beautiful place. I never had anybody ask me for my papers. I never had, I never experienced anything like that. In fact, I never showed my passport to one person after I got on that airplane in the United States. Nobody ever asked me. I had it, but nobody ever asked me. And uh, but highly, highly, highly recommend going. I would like to go again and spend more time there and go to uh, Berlin and go to all the other major places. I just kind of stayed around the all the Elvis related stuff, but it was a lot of fun to go. And um, I would definitely go again. Definitely. Okay. You got to go. I need to do it. I want to go and step in that room. Next time they do an Elvis uh, thing, we need to plan on going maybe next year. You know, they have an Elvis uh, week or weekend. So we need to try to go to that. That would be cool. That'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Let's yeah. do it. Well, friends, thank you all so much for watching or listening. I'm sorry I started the, the beginning out. I'm so used to doing videos that I like to do show and tell, but then it hit me, hey, you're doing a podcast, man. Some people are going to be listening to this. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to see the visuals, of course, you can watch this on YouTube. But also you can go back and watch the videos that I did where I go to all the different places. And I do in a lot of these series in the series, I'll do like series one for one hour episodes, series two for one hour episodes. So I show you a ton of stuff. I do a lot of exploring. I do a lot of talking to locals, a lot of just seeing what is there that's different than the way our culture is. But for all the ways that we're different, we're very much the same, I have found throughout the world. While I was globetrotting. Globetrotting with Spa Guy. That's right. You really did globetrotting. That's right. I actually did a little globetrotting. Plan on doing it again real soon. Thank you all so much for watching or listening. Please hit the subscribe button if you haven't subscribed. Make sure you go to Trey's channel, Globetrotting with Trey, on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button or go to TikTok. On mine, Spa Guy or Weekly Spa Guy and also Spa Guy YouTuber on TikTok. So you've got Globetrotting with Trey and the Spa Guy. Tighten up and go there now and don't, smash, double, dribble. don't double dribble. Smash that, that like button and also subscribe and do it now, friends. Thank you all so much for today. Appreciate you. Tighten up.